Hello my gorgeous people and welcome back to The Daily Dosage. For this week's episode, I would like to talk about someone that has forever changed my perspective. And for privacy reasons, fake names will be used. During recent months, from February to now, my family has been through a lot mentally. The main cause of this is from a personnel and his family. The personnel is called Tom, aka my mum's ex-fiancé. All the things that were happening in the relationship finally came to light when my mum started to open up to me. At the beginning of the relationship, everything was perfect. Tom and my mum were happy as can be together. From first dates, to concerts, to coming over for dinner, even coming to my year 6 graduation, to then move in together as a family, one would say life was good. Which it was for a couple of years or so. As a great saying goes, all good things must come to an end. It did. Turns out he was an emotional abuser and heavy weed smoker. They had arguments as all relationships do, but towards the end it would become more frequent. After each round, Tom would always the next morning send text messages to my mother saying how sorry he was and it would never happen again. Which is a lie. Every time I read them it always yell red flags and pure manipulator. My mum would say to Tom, can you not do this in front of the kids, referring to either myself or my sister in the context of arguing as one of us were coincidentally there, but it didn't stop Tom from yelling. She would stay out on the balcony and I was always there to check on her after their fight. Most times she was in tears. I would always give my best advice, but eventually I had enough. I had enough of always seeing my mum in tears because of a man she lowered her standards for and for always trying to fix the relationship Tom wouldn't put any effort into. I told her that she needed to end the relationship for her sake. Hoping that Tom would change, my mother gave him one last chance, the chance that was part of one too many. Finally, after many months of support from me and her best friends, she finally did it. She broke up with him. Well, you guys better strap yourselves in and hold on tight, because this is where shit goes tips up. Towards the end of February, to assert dominance and to try and prove a point, when Tom's son finished training, he brought over his daughter and son-in-law. You may be thinking, it's his house too, he's allowed his family over. I would agree if it was in a normal situation, but this was far from it. On this night, Tom had his little gathering on the patio while my sister, mother and I were upstairs. My mum was cooking dinner as she did every night while on the phone to one of her best friends. It was then when I was walking around the living room, minusly looking at the sliding door, where the main road was, and at that moment, driving out of the garage was Tom's son-in-law with my mum's car. I yelled, Mum, Mum, they're taking the Prado. Now, if we're talking in technical sense, Tom did buy the Prado secondhand on Marketplace as a present for my mother. She never asked nor hinted that she wanted a new car. He just got her one. It is very thoughtful when you are in a relationship and my mother was grateful for it. But if you buy someone a present and she pays for the insurance plus servicing, then you steal it back. What in the fuck is wrong with you? It'll be like Christmas or someone's birthday. You buy someone a gift and just because something goes badly after you've given it, it doesn't mean you can steal it back. I don't see the maturity or professionalism in this situation. Just pure childish. Back to the night, regardless, my mum hung up the phone and called the police. Two officers came over, one male and the other female. They talked to my mother first, and she told them everything that was happening. For further insight, she's a single mum with three kids. All of us are teenagers. They then went downstairs to talk to Tom. He directly told the officers, I wouldn't have taken the car if her son didn't have one. Now my 17-year-old brother. Yes, 17. Had to rely on him and his car to get my mother, sister and I around. That night, both my brother and mother lost their freedom. So that is the rundown of what happened in February. 
At the beginning of March, Tom's son told him that his bus card stopped working. Nevertheless, one was accused of closing down the bus card account and accused of calling TransLink to do so, when in reality, she never did. The phone operator answered our call full and laughed at her. Totally unprofessional, like what Tom did was making my mum seem the villain, when he and his son know that she wouldn't do anything to put him in jeopardy. When Tom came home that evening, he initiated an argument with my mother, yelling why would she do that to his son and so forth. I was at the bottom of the stairs when it was happening, literally listening and waiting to see if it was going to get physical. Having enough of it, I came upstairs and saw he was trying to voice memo. I told him that Nice was trying to record when he replied, thanks, walking away. Maybe he felt intimidated by my presence. From then, Tom thought it was okay to change the door handles on the master bedroom. Both his stuff and her stuff was in there. My mum was clueless of what was happening as she was at the computer on the phone talking to my auntie. Tom kept going back and forth from the bedroom to his car to back to the bedroom. The first time he went down and came back, he had his toolkit. The second time, he had a different door handle packaging. What will forever be implanted in my mind was when he was walking back around the corner and on his face, Tom wore a massive chest eye grin. Like, it was so bad. Yelling at my mum, I told her Tom was changing the handle. Both my mother and my auntie were saying he can't do that as both the names are in the house. Both openly denied what he was doing. At the beginning of April, yet another incident occurred. This time involving Tom and his daughter Trisha. I was sitting at the counter when Tom and Trisha came up the stairs. My mum was cooking dinner and on the phone to her best friend. Before I go further into detail, mother and Tom went to court as he filed a DVO against her, to which she filed one back, which she was going to do already, because, as we all know, he was lying, and my mum is the victim in this. So Tom and Trisha came over demanding the spare key to the Prado, as he was going to sell it. As my mum was on the phone already, before they rocked up, automatically Tom and Trisha assumed that she was on the phone to the police. When you listen back onto the recording, you can hear Tom saying, come on, you're living in my house. The least you can do is give me the keys. Once again, not his house. Both Tom and my mother's name are in it. The only thing Tom contributed to the house was paying the bills and half the mortgage, whereas my mum was paying half the mortgage as well as everything else. In the background, while Tom is talking, you can hear Trisha saying, come on, dad. During the court session, the magistrate instructed that all communication goes to the lawyers as per request from Tom. In the nicest way possible, my mother said, you're here for my lawyer, get the fuck out, as one would want to do in this situation. Trisha, the annoying little rat, literally screams, it's his house, you can't tell him to get the fuck out. Tom starts to ramble on again, and his daughter says no to whatever. To be honest, I think she's actually completely delusional. Under the influence of all his weed and whatever drugs he's taking, he is literally living in his own fantasy world, living and believing his own life, probably because he is high all the time. But the really funny thing that he said that night was, I'm 46 year old and I'm homeless, wasn't homeless four years ago. Once again, he chose to leave, no one forced him out. Maybe he felt threatened by the presence of three teenagers. Like, can Tom and his family be any more ridiculous? His daughter, Trisha, she is only in the 
she's only in her early 20s and she thinks she knows everything when she literally has no life experience with this type of relationship stuff ever from then on i was informed that my mum needed to be let know when tom was to come over via his lawyer which he did sometimes but more often than not he didn't he just rocked up so tom came over some more during that month in may he came over a couple times letting us know when he was going to arrive and other times not when he did come he didn't speak to anyone which was good just long sullen awkwardness follow him every step that he took it was either last week or the week before when tom's son and his mother came over to my house to um to come and get his dog which is okay he so basically when tom left he had three months to come and pick up his dog that we gifted to him ruckus now my mum put something on facebook asking if anyone wanted to take ruckus as as i said they had three months to come and collect him and we couldn't take care of him anymore as no one was home so yeah my mum put it a face on facebook because if no one was going to come and like claim him basically we were gonna take him to our shelter which is not what we wanted to do so we were just hoping so then Tom's son and his mother came over and basically took the dog which we really didn't want to happen because of his mother's um history I'm just hoping that Ruckus is now safe with them and having a nice life. Thank you for joining me on this week's special coverage with the Daily Dosage. I wanted to thank all those who have helped my family out. Their names will go unsaid for their privacy, but I think they'll know it's them. Make sure to share us around if you found value in this episode. Until then, I'll catch you on the next one, gorgeous people.